This is 69 The Podcast. I'm Dave Haynes. 69 has been covering the digital signage industry since the dawn of man, first online and now as a podcast. The goal on here is to make listeners aware of interesting companies, smart people, and new technology developments, all of them meaningful in making digital signage projects happen. I try to help listeners understand sometimes complicated subjects and why they should care. The podcasts are free and I try to get a new one out weekly, but things happen now and then. The 69 Podcast has been gratefully sponsored and supported since the start by Jeremy Gavin and the fine folks at ScreenFeed, the digital signage content store. ScreenFeed makes beautiful looking, totally automated content for signage and digital out-of-home networks. Check them out at ScreenFeed.com. 69 has been around since 2006 and the publication and podcast are now owned by Spectrio, which provides customer engagement solutions for business. You can find them at Spectrio.com. A lot of digital signage software companies have identified education as a key vertical market, but very few have the history, experience, and platform for education, like Carousel Digital Signage, which got into the business in 1997 because of an ask from a public school system. I had a really good chat, one that flew by, with Eric Henry, the president of Carousel, which is the digital signage side of a larger Minneapolis company called Tightrope Media Systems. The tightrope side of the business focuses on broadcast. In our chat, Eric and I get into the opportunities and challenges of working with K-12 schools, what typically goes in, and the types of content that helps create a sense of community. He has some interesting thoughts about taking a marketer's approach to messaging in schools and getting beyond the predictable. We also touch towards the end on the higher ed market, which has some core similarities in terms of need, but is also quite different. Eric, thank you for joining me. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. I, I've done a podcast in the past with uh, you, your colleague, JJ, but uh, it, it's been a few years. So for those who don't know much about Carousel, uh, can you give me the background? I, I know that you kind of grew out of tightrope media systems. Uh, some people will know that, others won't. So uh, you, you've been around since 97. Maybe not you personally, but the company. <laughs> yeah, correct. Well, I personally, yeah, I haven't been at the company since 97, but I've certainly been around since 97. But yeah, <laughs> Carousel Carousel started uh, out of Tightrope Media Systems. We are uh, actually a, still a division of Tightrope Media Systems. So there's there's two divisions of the company, Carousel, which is the digital signage uh, group, and then uh, Cablecast, which is actually our, our community television broadcast um, part of the company. And so I mm-hmm. actually run the Carousel business. We did start in 97, 96, 97. It's debatable in terms of paperwork and those types of things, but around uh, a long time and uh, actually came out of the education space. And so that was our first customer was YZ Public Schools in Minnesota for Carousel some 26 years ago. And and we've been in that space for quite a long time. And obviously signage lends to to many other vertical markets. And so we are certainly in other verticals, but but sort of our founder story is rooted in the education space. And going way back to the late 90s, what was a school district looking for at that point? And is it pretty much what they're looking for today? Uh, quite a bit different today. So back in the late 90s, it was certainly uh, much more tube televisions and can we update lunch menus and those types of things. And and that was really the very, very early days of of putting content on screens that wasn't broadcast. And mm-hmm. so that was really the the early days where, where schools looking for a solution that wasn't really hard because there were only a couple of things that could actually put content on screens that and but they were fairly prohibitive because a lot of them were designed for much more retail, you know, graphic intensive 
folks and not necessarily teachers. So, right. Yeah. Yeah. I God, I can remember back to the mid to late nineties, there were uh, kind of early stage quasi digital out of home companies that were in the business of going to school districts and schools in general and saying, Hey, we'll put a TV in your classroom or in the classrooms of your school and uh, you can run school messaging on there. But oh, by the way, there's going to be advertising on there too right. to, to right. pay for the technology. Right. That, that's, that's a model that didn't work. <laughs> no, it did not. No, it did not. And, and I think we've really been trying to find our way, I would say, as an industry for quite a long time in terms of if you look at the early days, when you'd ask a school, I, I remember being at a trade show and there was two higher eds from the same state. And I asked them why they wanted to do a digital signage project. And the answer was basically because the other one was going to do it. So, so <laughs> it's like, well, okay, that's that's not a very compelling reason, nor is that really a sustainable industry. If we don't really mm-hmm. understand what the value is that we're going to bring, why why are we doing this thing? And And I think that that has been really for us, a long journey. And we've been searching and wrestling with that question. It it used to be we did a signage project because it was cool and because Mm -hmm. nobody else was doing it or because we wanted to put something on these new flat panel displays we wanted to buy. But it's very different now in in terms of what's important and what what schools are thinking about when they're putting Mm -hmm. content on screens. And what a K-12 environment does versus what a higher ed environment does can be very different, correct? They can be. I, I think the the ultimate goal, the ultimate goal is the same. How you reach that mm-hmm. goal may look a bit different, right, in a K-12 versus a higher ed. And one, I would say one of the major things, so the thing that is the same, what we see, and, and this is true for any organization, our corporate customers as well in the retail space, this idea that people feel connected to their community that is really where I, I like the heart of us is what can we do to give an organization tools to keep their people connected? And ironically, we're suggesting more use of technology, but using technology to actually bring people together in relationship face to face. And so the more that people are aware of what's happening within their school and mm-hmm. things they can participate in, so extracurricular clubs or the sports scores from last night from the football team or the auditions for the play coming up, those types of things, or recognizing people within their community is really creating more sense of community through visual communication is really at the core of what K-12s do and higher eds do. Now, it varies mm-hmm. a little bit in a higher ed, for example. Higher ed, you know, the big challenge is, is getting students on campus and getting students registered for classes and and those types of things. And so, uh, campus visit weekends and and promoting what that university has to offer. So it is a bit more of a marketing tool for prospective students and those types of things when you're trying to attract them to campus. And then it becomes, signage becomes a tool that says, hey, you're in the residence hall, just so you know, seven o'clock on Thursday, this math club is meeting, or uh, you can go into the writing lab and get a review of your paper. So So that is how I would say across education, it is creating community and creating awareness to like all the services and things that we're providing to help you be successful. Mm-hmm. So let's talk first about K-12. What does that environment or what does, what does the build typically look like for uh, a school 
within a larger school district? And I guess I'm also asking, do you sell to a school district or is it school by school by school? And we certainly have had both approaches. So in the K-12 space, what is interesting, and it really depends on the district. Now there are there are districts that have standard on standardized on the Google uh, ecosystem. There are schools mm-hmm. districts that have standardized on the Apple ecosystem, and there are school districts that actually split uh, between Google ecosystem and primary grades and Apple for higher the the secondary schools depends mm-hmm. right. So in terms of environments that we see, we see typically a Google or an Apple environment or a mixed environment between those two, sometimes Microsoft. So does with, that matter to you? It, it, it matters a little bit in terms of, of how we're thinking about a deployment. Um, not a ton to us directly at Carousel. Mm-hmm. Um, we, ha- we obviously have to be mindful of, of customer's choice, right? So, so there, there are certainly relationships that we have that are that are more ingrained or stronger or support for devices that we have. We do have opinions around what, what devices we feel work best, but if you've already mm-hmm. made device choice, you know, as carousel, we need to work to support those devices. So with so that you can said, work in a Chrome OS environment. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So with that said, um, but, but, a, but the qualifier on that environment is, is it, is it to the same level of support and performance as as the Apple ecosystem or the Brightside ecosystem, no, um, they it runs on Chrome, but we don't we don't we don't invest top tier resources in in terms of making sure that that's the prime environment and and honestly because we don't have a lot of customers running on Chrome, that's right. that's what it comes down to for us. So as far as like a K twelve, what we see most often is in in is common area signage and so not necessarily in the classroom mm-hmm. so when you ask a school hey are you doing digital signage they would say yes we have five devices in common areas so each in each of the main hallways or however they break out their building sometimes they've they've had it at a district but many times it started at, at a one school because there was a champion within a school sometimes mm-hmm. we have a district that has three or four different solutions some in every once in a while we have district-wide initiatives. And we, we prefer that because whether you're going with us or a competitor, we think it makes more sense to think about your communication strategy more holistically. Right? So it's a mm-hmm. little bit challenging if you have three or four different solutions. And so, so I would say we, we see more individual schools choosing than we see full districts choosing. We've seen mostly common areas and sometimes, hey, can we do something in the lunchroom? And what we've really tried to encourage schools to be thinking about is how can we get into the classroom beyond the common areas? Because the reality is when I observe my kids in school, they're, they're cruising through the hallway as quick as they can to get to class. So there wasn't mm-hmm. a lot of dwell time in common areas unless you're at lunch. And so how can we get into the classroom in a way that's affordable? And that's been a big challenge over the years with, with the devices that we have and, and especially the mix, you know, as I mentioned, there's Google and there's, Apple, there's also lots of other devices that we see in classroom. We have Mersive, we have ScreenBeam, all these other multi-purpose um, devices that we see in classrooms mm-hmm. that we've, we've really tried to think about how can we lean in and support that. And, and I've wondered about uh, the, the other devices like the Mersives and ScreenBeams and, and Zoom Rooms and on and on and on, uh, that th- there seems to be an, a marketing effort to say, uh, 
schools, you should have this in your classrooms because you can not only use it for collaboration and teaching and so on, but uh, in, in downtimes, it can be used as digital signage messaging, messaging kind of screensaver-ish mode. Uh, but I, I've wondered, does that actually happen? <laughs> Short answer is no. The reality is it's cost prohibitive. And, and so when you look at in, in so if, if we want to get into a little bit of, of where we're going as carousel, mm-hmm. when you look at when you look at a school district, a K-12 or a higher ed, you know, they, they have to be very mindful of their budgets and how we as digital signage manufacturers, CMS providers have priced our products historically is you have a dedicated media player and we we price per media player. And so anytime you go to a classroom environment and you start talking about 100 or 200 or 500 per school, it pretty quickly gets it, a school district out of the budget. Yeah. And so so this is where as Carousel, we've we've kind of backed up in so kind of talking about what is a K-12 or a higher ed trying to accomplish? I, I did have an opportunity to go um, and and meet with a bunch of higher ed leaders and, and really hear from them what their struggle is and what they're trying to do. And overwhelmingly, the theme was, hey, kids don't read emails. Kids aren't engaged. They don't really know what's going on. How can we reach these kids? That's the, that's the question they had for us. And mm-hmm. how can you be part of helping us with that? And the interesting thing is there's already like 15 ways we can communicate with people, right? We have Slack, Teams, um, all the different higher ed little solutions for um, back and forth communications with students like Patio and all these other ones. And we have digital signage and we, and we have Moodle and Blackboard and all these other uh, learning management systems. And, mm-hmm. and, and so thinking about all of those things, I kind of backed up and None of those higher ed leaders were saying, boy, the thing that I really need is digital signage. It's going to solve all of my problems. Right. And, and so that was very clear to us. And so when we started asking the question, what does my overall communication strategy look like as a higher ed leader? How do I think about my communications as campaigns like, like retailers think about marketing campaigns? Hey, here's, here's all the places I'm going to place this campaign. Here's when I'm going to place it. Here's who needs to see it. Here's the call to action. When we started thinking about communication for a higher ed or a K-12 in that way, we understand that signage is one part of that much bigger communication. And it moved us to this idea of, let's think more about the audience that we're communicating with than the number of devices they're necessarily on. Mm-hmm. And, and so that is where, as far as where we're going in the future, we're we're... We're going to a K-12 or in a higher ed and saying, you, you need to communicate within your classrooms to all of your students, and, that stu- and you identify your student body as one audience. Okay, that, that is, you should have an audience feed for students. And if you need to communicate with parents, that should be a different audience that you're thinking about. And, mm-hmm. and even switching the, the value proposition of Carousel and how we price based on that concept of saying, how many audiences, unique messages do you need to create to meet with your people? And don't worry so much about whether that's 1,000 people or, or 5,000 people. Think about what audience you have because the interesting thing about signage and the way that it's always been is the more successful you as an organization are, the more expensive it is for you. 
mm-hmm. <laughs> right? And we when we want to switch that, we want to say, look, if you're getting, we want we want carousel to be really helpful in you actually accomplishing the thing that you're trying to do, right? You want students on campus, you want them to feel connected, you want them to be successful. And so the more people that know what's going on and the more people that see that information, the more successful you're going to be. And I don't want you worrying about what that costs you. I want you to go, okay, I know that I want to target my freshmen, my sophomores, my juniors, and my seniors with unique messages. So Carousel, we need four feeds. Cool. How many, how many people are actually consuming that feed? Hopefully a bunch because you'll feel like you got a lot of value out mm-hmm. of those feeds. And so that's, that's how we're, we're looking at solving that classroom problem. And it sets us up for some other things that we're thinking about kind of going beyond the screens on walls. You know, they're still necessary. I think seeing that message and a dedicated screen on a wall is absolutely important. Seeing it in the mm-hmm. classroom is important. Seeing it on other devices and web pages and screensavers is also really important. So that's kind of what we're, we're trying to think much more holistically about. How are we thinking about our, our communication campaign and all the places it should show up? So, so if capital budgets and operating budgets are an issue, as they certainly would be in most school districts, uh, and the schools aren't really multi-purposing the, these other devices like the immersives and so on for digital signage, how do you make all this happen? Well, many times, so we, we rarely will see these days a net new from zero signage project, right? <clears throat> Excuse me, where they're, they're, they're making a big capital outlay for screens and for devices. And so oftentimes it is, how can we take the investment you've already made and enhance it? and mm-hmm. leverage it for for new for new purposes. And so for us, very often, um, we are going into a school district or we're we're coming alongside an LG or a screen beam or bright sign or whoever that that already have these deployments and saying, how can we how can we make this deployment better? Because you're already using this device for something else. Right. And so so that that's kind of where where we as Carousel come in and, and say this is this is how we're going to price this thing. We already have, you know, some sometimes these multi-purpose devices are just playing a URL, and so right. if the classroom signage communication is simple, it's very easy to do. If it's a little lighter weight, and and so that's where as Carousel, it's it's more about providing the thought leadership mm-hmm. and helping them strategize what they're trying to do in their organization and think about okay, what's the inventory of all the devices that you have? What are the things that we can support? What an additional investment might you need to have as well to make this happen in a big way? And then, by the way, we have to make sure that it's simple enough for you to administer so that you're not hiring staff because mm-hmm. nobody has the ability to hire staff just to manage signage networks. So that's that's kind of how we think about it. Okay, so you got to educate the educators. For sure. For over a decade, ScreenFeed has been the reliable choice for beautifully designed, licensed content such as news and weather. We handle over 27 million requests a day to deliver dynamic content to 200,000 screens across the globe. Now we bring you ScreenFeed Connect, a no-code solution that makes complex content projects easy. Projects that used to take our designers and developers weeks became a to-do we could complete before lunch. The easy-to-use browser-based tool leverages pre-built data connections and ready-made widgets to give you the power to design with data. 
create team member profiles, schedules, tenant directories, progress boards, featured products, or anything that leverages your data. Discover how Connect empowers you to complete projects faster at screenfeed.com. One thing that I've seen come out in press releases here and there, uh, I'm thinking in particular of Rise Vision that you know, focuses a lot on uh, K-12, is the use of students to do uh, to do the content creation and actually, in some cases, manage the uh, screen networks within schools. And when you start talking about uh, thinking in terms of a marketer and uh, taking a, a marketer's approach to communication, which makes perfect sense to me, that that's not necessarily a mindset or a skill set that a uh, a sixteen year old kid who knows their way around motion graphics uh, has has much experience in. Correct. Yeah, I think I love I love that direction because, and it's not just for the content creator kids; it's also for the tech kids who are who can manage the the network. Mm-hmm. And so for us. Um, we're working on some things that, that will come out later this year to really encourage, close to my heart, is is diversity in tech. Okay, and one of the challenges with diversity in tech is that we don't have a, a diverse population of people to even hire to come to our company. And so mm-hmm. what I would love to do is move into the middle school, high school age of kids and encourage them to experience tech, even management of devices and configuration and those types of things on the back end, especially in, in areas that are much more diverse than we are here in Minnesota. And so we're, we're looking at things that we can do as carousel to incent much more of, of, of that activity. And so I applaud what Rise Vision is doing because I think it's the, same, it's the same heart that we have, which is how can we get these kids engaged and in, in getting their hands on things and thinking about things early. Now, are they always going to know what to do and how to get it right? Not necessarily. And so mm-hmm. we have all the tools within Carousel to do that in a pretty safe way where there's content approval workflows. There, you, you, People don't get to post things directly to the signage network. And so you'd have a teacher or an administrator checking their work and making sure sure they're not doing crazy stuff. But <laughs> but but I, I think that that's absolutely important. Really, like hands-on learning is valuable. And getting kids a taste of of, do I want, am I interested in communications? Do I want to create the video that goes on the signage? That's pretty cool. Um, so that, that I absolutely love that direction. Yeah, give, giving logins to uh, a group of 16-year-old boys terrifies me. Yeah, you definitely have to make sure that your system is <laughs> locked down and that your, that your users are set up correctly, for sure. So, so when, when you're taking this marketing-centric approach and... Uh, getting material up on in common areas and ideally in the classroom as well. What what are those messages that really seem to work well? Uh, you know, beyond the the obvious things like you know, congratulations to the the team for winning you know the mm-hmm. local football championship or it's hamburger Friday. Yeah. Um- those are certainly the core things. Um, I would say that that student wellness has been a pretty significant uh, area. What do you of mean focus. by that? So what I mean by that is around student wellness in the U.S. There's some um, 
discussion around social emotional learning is, is another term that they would use. So, mm -hmm. so student wellness being, are you experiencing anxiety? Here's, here's how to prep for tests here. Hey, the, the emergency drill is coming up in two weeks, preparing students, especially, mm -hmm. especially coming back from the pandemic and, and kids not being in that routine, trying to help with with all of the the things that students are wrestling with hey here here are the support services we have as a school available to you as a student here's how to prepare for a test a lot of those so when we talk about student wellness their their mental and their physical health like really mm -hmm. thinking about those types of things providing content we actually interviewed some different some different teachers and administrators and found that that they were spending a pretty significant amount of time trying to go and find that content online to put on their signage networks. And so we actually hired some people to help develop that content, professionals in that space to provide to schools, whether they were a carousel mm -hmm. customer or not, and just say, hey, if this is helpful to you, here's anti-bullying campaigns. Here are things around deep breathing or other things. And, and this is not my area of expertise, but just kind of giving you a flavor of, right. of the, the types of things that say what we're hearing from schools are a lot of kids were anxious. A lot of kids were struggling. A lot of kids were acting out when they came back from the pandemic and they, and, mm -hmm. and, and so how can we be helpful in, in even the messaging that they're seeing on screens? And so a lot of soft messaging, I would say around, right. What, what do we want to recognize as a community? A lot of recognition stuff around, you know, in, in primary grades, especially at our schools, they call them the wow awards. Like what, are you exhibiting the values of the school? And, and we're going to celebrate Caleb, the first grader who showed kindness, those types of things, reinforcing what we want our community to be about. Mm -hmm. And do, does an individual school have to have uh, a champion? They, they have to assign whether it's a teacher or somebody in the front office staff or whoever who's going to manage this thing? Um, typically, that works best. So what we find... And this is true in education, in corporate, in retail, in healthcare. It's true really in, in every vertical when we start talking about a signage network, the first the first assumption is we're gonna have like one person do all of this stuff, right? <laughs> or or two yeah. people, and it's gonna be highly centralized and 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 that reasonably quickly becomes not sustainable. And so the whole the back to the genesis of carousel and in, in understanding who we were building the product for in the late nineties has has always been part of we have to make sure that as complex as this becomes and at enterprise scale that individual people can still manage their little world. And so mm -hmm. fundamental to carousel is how can we keep the user experience simple? And even when I log in, I can't have if I'm a district, right? I can't if I log in, I can't see other schools because I, I already don't know where I'm supposed to go. And so architecting your signage system in a way that I log in and I only see the two or three things that are relevant to me is very, very important. So you may have a champion at a school, but you may have um, really targeted things like here's the PTA uh, group's login. Here, here is community education's login for after school, and they can only do certain things in certain zones. And mm -hmm. here's front, you know, the administration from the principal's office, and they're responsible for school-wide messaging. And so we encourage the school or the district to really, let's start with your initial scope and, and thinking about who's going to kind of own it. 
and where you're going to get the content from. And then let's go from there, but understand that all the tools exist for you to really break it down. So even as we were talking about students earlier, this is how you would use Carousel in a, in a safe way for students. And sometimes the safe way has to be for teachers too. So mm-hmm. not because they're trying to do something malicious, but because they might not know how to use a signage network. And so for yeah. us, always the goal is how can we make this as simple and dynamic as possible? Some schools, their Carousel is kind of the collector of all of the other information systems. Here's an RSS feed of the sports scores. Here's what we're getting for the lunch menus from another system. And, and so just consuming stuff from other places and putting it together in a way that is useful and is highlighting the most important things, that mm. that's really valuable because now I don't have somebody constantly trying to feel like they have to maintain yet another system. In the same way that in the business world for workplace communications and so on, the last four or five years have seen an explosion in the ability to use APIs to use to tap into real-time data and, and general data from business systems. Does that work within school districts? Are, are, are there data sources available to you and are they useful? Certainly. Um, the, the thing that's a little bit challenging in the education space is probably the most valuable um, information system to tap into is the student information system. At the same time, you have to be very careful about that. It's kind of like in yeah. healthcare, like patient information. Mm-hmm. And so, um, yes, there are there are pretty natural things that you would connect to in a school. The the things that are interesting, I think, are more more on the content creation side. So let's let's take a Google Slides or a Canva or those types of tools that schools are already using. I think those are probably more pertinent in in like the education space, certainly than they are in, in, in the commercial space. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, there, there are, there are fairly common, you know, like, Hey, let's go grab the sports scores or grab a thing off our website or, or those types of integrations that are, that are pretty lightweight, but more, more than anything is probably like, can I just grab my Google slides content that I made as a teacher and put it over here? <laughs> so, mm-hmm. so that's kind of a little bit different, you know, uh, corporate is much more, Give me Power BI dashboards and and hard data right. and those types of things. Where um, the the difficulty in schools is there's not like a Power BI and everybody uses it type right. thing in in education, and so we have to be a little more um, flexible in terms of hey, can you get it in RSS and consume it, or can you mm-hmm. you know we it's hard to build APIs for every everything that's out there. Time is kind of flying here, but I I, I wanted to quickly cover off as well. Uh, the distinction between K to 12 and higher ed, because K to 12, the students kind of sort of have to go uh, and they, they go in, in their neighborhood or in their general area. But with higher ed, uh, it, it's a lot of what's going on is about recruitment, right? Whether it's for students or for athletes, student athletes. Certainly, certainly. And so in the higher ed space, you see a lot more, I think about, you know, one of our customers that, that uses Carousel pretty significantly is the University of Minnesota right here in our backyard and they have the 3M Innovation Lab and they're highlighting all of the innovation and the things that they're doing throughout the world. They're highlighting things like uh, green buildings that are carbon neutral and all the stats of the building. So you'll see much more, I would say in the higher ed space, much more around thought leadership and why you should come to this university, how well you're going to be supported here in in certain areas. and and 
the beautiful thing about signage is it's flexible and so you can schedule everything. And mm-hmm. so what you see is is the higher eds will will schedule things that if you have a campus visit weekend or you know that you're having incoming students, prospective students coming to campus, you can really target your messaging to all of that type of stuff, which is think about the possibilities, know why we're an awesome university and all the resources available to you. And and then when you get to regular campus life, as people are you know coming back from break now, for example, now we can start talking about and here's all the things that we're doing right now. Hey, remember, student, this is the thing that's going on Thursday night. So you see mm-hmm. things in residence halls that are reinforcing things that are happening on campus because students usually are remember the thing that's right in front of them because they have so many things going on. Right? So, so right. that's kind of what it looks like in higher ed um, versus. And I think the wellness thing would be even more important. Uh, well, maybe not more important, but as important as uh K to 12 in, in higher ed, because you, you've got particular first year students who maybe moved away from home and this is the first time on their own. And it may, you know, they may be extroverts who are just right in there for party central, but there'd be all kinds of young students who are a little bit terrified and very lonely. Certainly, certainly. Yeah. And, and this is where it's interesting because the services available in a higher ed are a little bit different than in K 12, right? And so, and and the this so the the messaging around wellness and availability of those services looks a little different in higher ed, but you're you're certainly right on point. Where again, reminding the students that there is actually a wellness center, <laughs> there actually is places to go work out. There are places to go get counseling services within mm-hmm. higher ed that you can sign up for. Uh, the the university my kids attend that's that's actually a free service on campus for them and. They didn't know about it until they saw it <laughs> and they were reminded of it and they didn't read the, the newsletter <laughs> that, the, mm-hmm. that the university sends out, but they saw it seven times on the signage and then, and then they actually went, you know, so like that's, that's kind of the idea. <laughs> it worked. Yeah. <laughs> All things are possible. Uh, Eric, thank you very much. Uh, that was great. We could have easily chatted for another 90 minutes, but, uh, try to cap these things at about half an hour and it's been terrific yeah i appreciate the opportunity it was great chatting with you that's it for this week's episode i hope you enjoyed it and maybe you learned a thing or two if you're new to 69 it's a podcast that's been around since 2016 you can click around the archive and find hundreds of conversations with smart industry people if you're new to digital signage you need to be reading 69 at 16-9.net You'll find more than 8,000 posts by me and expert guest writers about this industry. 16.9 is not a press release republishing mill, like a lot of this stuff out there. If something makes it on 16.9, that means it matters in some way to the business. Everything about 16.9 is free. Great sponsors make my work possible, and the key one here is ScreenFeed, the digital signage content store. Check out all the curated and automated content available at ScreenFeed.com. 16.9, the blog, and the podcast are now owned by Spectrio, which does customer engagement solutions, most of that digital signage, for all kinds of businesses. You'll find them in the Tampa area and online at Spectrio. That's Spectrio.com. You'll find me working out of a sunny back room in my house, located outside Halifax, Nova Scotia, on the east coast of Canada. Thanks for listening. I'm Dave Haynes.